Hashtag hello and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Maddie's Bushwhacker Luke here, 2015 Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern day Viking Gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my God. We've had had 70-degree weather here. We really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting snow. My name is Carl Carafel. I'm joined alongside Chris Best. This is Turnbuckle Talk. Before we begin today, time to crack open a non-sponsored Dr. Pepper to go along with the show tonight. Chris, it has been a while, and first and foremost, I want to say thank you for taking the helm, taking the reins, and taking over the show for me. While I was, and I'll be completely transparent with everybody, work had me scheduled. So I was working during the time that the show was going on, whether it was the Monday show or Tuesday's turn, Buckle Talk. So thank you and OMD for both uh, stepping in, filling in, and doing the work, continuing things on. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was an interesting two weeks. I mean, last week was even more interesting because of OMB's technical problems before the show, <laughs> right? But we got her done. Right. <laughs> I did see that. I saw that you were there uh, for a little bit by yourself, and then oh, a surprise run in from OMD. <laughs> Speaking of surprise run ins, the man who usually <laughs> does so is on our screen right now in a comment form, and that is Mister Chris Parrish. Thank you, Chris, for coming in. Appreciate you and appreciate the support that you continue to show us each and every week. I really do. I really do. And make sure for all of you that if you were following us and watching us on YouTube right now, that you hit that thumbs up button and push us out to more people because we have a lot of topics to go through and probably some that uh, have just been kind of put out there that people might not even know about right now. And I think the first one that I really want to talk about is something that uh, that you got to witness, uh, you, Parrish, and Bobby got to witness, and that is from Alexander Hammerstone. Dude, WTF. Maybe you can enlighten the people on what WTF is. What the... I don't feel like swearing today, so I'm going to keep it PG. What the frig? What the frig, you know? Uh, but no, right? Hammerstone Hammerstone played us all well, in my opinion, on this one. What an excellent use of social media that he did to uh, talk about this. He fooled everybody, including, like, your top reporters, like your, uh, your Dave Meltzers, your uh, Bill Apters, and everything like that with this whole thing. Oh, yeah, he definitely did. So for those of you that have been following along with us, especially Bobby, Bobby, thank you so much for coming in here. Bobby Batito, uh, 
Paul, it's telling us that Paul Burchill is wrestling on NWA Power next week. Very cool. Very cool. A name that I haven't heard in a long while. If, uh, if you're not checking out NWA, check it out. Right? Good way to get people interested in, uh, in the show and the content. I like that. Uh, so if you guys have been following us for a while, um, sorry, we just had a notification come up here. Did you, do you see that notification as well? Uh, no. Okay. I'm seeing one right now and I apologize for this. I apologize to uh, those who were over on our Twitch side. If you were experiencing some difficulties, um, our program has said we're having trouble streaming to Twitch. This may be an issue on Twitch's end. We'll keep trying and let you know if it's resolved. Uh, please t check Twitch to ensure the stream looks okay. And then it just came back and said that we are live on Twitch. So if there are issues with Twitch, um, I apologize for those. Uh, join us over on our YouTube channels if need be. Yeah, it looks like we're running fine over there because I just logged on to Twitch on my phone there. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, Bobby's stats and then Joe coming in saying howdy. Uh, well, howdy doody to you too. Uh, Bobby, yeah, it is so good to see Alexander Hammerstone back on MLW in some capacity. So if you guys have been following along with us, we did talk about Alexander Hammerstone only a few short weeks ago where we found out that he asked for his release but was not granted his release. Well, I guess as it turns out, he was given his release and he has signed with rival promotion World Titan Federation. That is where the WTF comes into play. What happened, though, Chris? You got to see it. What happened? Okay, so Alex Kane retained his title over Jacob Vatu in a fantastic, fantastic wrestling match. 45 minutes straight. Anybody who hasn't seen it, I recommend you go watch that match. This is why Alex Kane and Jacob Fatu are stars, by the way. Right. Um, but what happened at the end of the match is Alex Kane got the win. He uh, choked out Jacob Fatu. Jacob Fatu did not submit. He passed out from the submission. So as Alex Kane and the Bumaye Club were celebrating, uh, out comes Matt Cardona, Steph Delander, all, all of his people uh, right. came out. They attacked Alex Kane. Uh, Bumaye Fight Club starts fighting back, everything like that. Then the lights go out, and me, Bobby, and Parrish were like, what's going on here? What What is this? Suddenly, the lights are back up, and there's a, a man in the ring, a masked man, I believe. I think he was masked. I can't quite remember. He was beating on Alex Kane. He goes to reveal himself, and there's Hammerstone standing right there in the middle of the ring over a fallen Alex Kane. Wow. What a way to do that. That is absolutely insane. He even came in wearing an FTW shirt. Um, you know, MLW actually uh, putting out that Hammerstone was granted his release and he joins WTF at MLW Fightland MLW, at MLW on the X. Um, they actually put out a press release and, and I just want to go through that real quick. It says tonight's fight land live on fight plus ended in a shocking controversy. Alex Hammerstone 
fresh off being granted a release by MLW, joined the World Titan Federation and its self-described superstars and savagely attacked, attacked Alex Kane, the Beaumier Fight Club, and Jacob Fought too. For months, there's been speculation around Alex Hammerstone's status in MLW. With the relationship frayed, Hammerstone recently took to X requesting his release. Over the past mm. few weeks, communication has been sparse between MLW and the former franchise of MLW. MLW.com can confirm that Hammerstone was, in fact, granted his release this week. But no one expected him to sign instantly with St. Laurent's World Titan Federation and return to Crash Fightland. Dude. Dude. Like, you, you want to talk about stories and keeping things just, just flowing and, and with some relevancy towards everything and towards competitors? This mm -hmm. was a fantastic way to do this. But again, we're talking Court Bauer, who used to work for the WWE. Somebody who knows yeah. how things should be done. Bobby is saying, I'm interested to see who uh, wrestles against uh, Hammerstone at MLW's one shot. Well, I mean, Alex Kane, Alex Kane already has the match against Matt Cardona, so I wouldn't be too opposed if it was Jacob Fatu and Alexander Hammerstone. I think that that would be a very good idea. Now, I think it's going to come down possibly to who was he beating on more during this savage assault at the end of Fightland. Was he taking it more to uh, Kane? Was he taking it more to Fatu? Which of those two guys? He, he was just basically taking out everybody in the Bomaye Flight Club, everybody who was in his sight from that side of the the equation. Okay, so we're still left with questions then. Yeah. Because they didn't give us any answers. And that's not a bad thing. No, it is not. It is not. Another really good thing that happened this week, we're going to talk about at the end of the show. So please make sure that you're sticking around for this huge piece of news that uh, kind of got all of us a little bit excited. I know for a lot of the uh, male and female fans that are in the audience, they kind of get a little bit excited when they hear about the Bellas or as they're now known, the Garcias. I think we want to just touch on this quickly. Um, I don't think that there's really a lot that we need to go into on this, but we want to say happy birthday. That we do. To Nikki and Brie Garcia. Uh, very cool to have their birthday actually today on the same day that we are doing our show turn buckle talk that's that's really cool you got anything you want to say about that i think that's yeah yeah just happy birthday and uh just keep doing what you girls are doing because whatever they're doing it's working for them 
It definitely is. Um, they they continue to strive with whatever they do, and it is so cool to be able to see them continuing on in doing things and, and not just kind of sitting off by the wayside and being like, yeah, you know what? We made our money and we're done with everything. No, they're actually trying to go and become entrepreneurs and, and do more things outside of. Yes. Bobby giving his happy birthday wishes to the Garcias as well. This next story is something that you had brought to my attention. Yeah. That I think uh, we should cover about a 33-year-old son of a legend. <sighs> take take this one for a moment. I want you to take this one. Yeah. Okay, so TMZ reported on, I believe it was on Friday, that Nick Hogan was arrested for yet another friggin DUI um he was booked into the Florida uh the Florida Police Department mugshots everything like that yeah. but where my brain went when I read this article is this dude did not fucking learn his lesson right because we right. we go back to the John Graziano incident granted I don't know I he might have been drinking that night I know he was careless with his driving that night but the this dude did, just did not fucking learn his lesson. And I'm hoping, Nick, I really hope that this is the one that he, that this arrest here is what, where you learn your friggin' lesson, man. Like, do not get drunk. Do not get, or you can get drunk, but don't get behind the wheel of a car, please. They right. need to take away his license, everything like that. <clears throat> And I'm pretty sure that, I mean, the Clearwater uh, Florida police are going to do absolutely everything that they can to uh, get to the bottom of this. And the whole reason for him being arrested is because they believed he was intoxicated after leaving um, Hogan's Beach Body Shop Club, where he had just uh, judged a bikini contest. He hopped into the vehicle. Uh, was stopped by police, and he did not agree to a field sobriety test. So because of that, he was taken under arrest to be booked to gain that. Um, it's not clear what the circumstances surrounding everything else were, but the alleged infraction is being mm. seen strictly as a misdemeanor. Posed for a mugshot while right. in custody, and as of uh, Saturday afternoon, he had not been released. I still don't know if he has been released or not, but I do Nothing's know that multiple sources. Yeah, mine either. I know multiple sources have uh, reached out to the Hogan camp to uh, get more information, and nothing has been given back to them as of yet so which which kind of surprises me because uh hogan i mean like he's he 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 always puts out he's he, he puts out a statement almost right away on certain things like this mm -hmm. normally he does yeah i mean normally he does but i mean this is his kid right who at the age mm -hmm. of 17 um you know nearly ended somebody's life he you know did eight months behind bars for it back then 
Um, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, it looks like he did not learn his lesson. And we only speculate that, um, you know, he it was it was from him leaving uh, Hogan's Hangout, the restaurant and bar owned by the Hogan's. Um, they did have a bikini contest that allowed contestants to win up to three thousand dollars. Uh, Nick actually shared to Instagram a video that showed uh, him featuring his dad as well, talking about the bikini contest. Um, you know, Hogan talking about it in his iconic, you know, kind of rough voice. You know, tonight's the night in Hogan's hangout. Five grand on the line, he says. Um, best looking woman in the world. Best looking women in the world coming to Hogan's to guess what? To hang out, brother, with me. And that's, that's really it that we know of before. So that was Friday night. Before this arrest. Oh, dude, 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 dude. Unfortunately, it looks like some people will never learn. Bobby Munson coming in. Good evening to you, my friend. Good to see you. Thank you for popping in. Uh, you have anything else you want to say or talk about uh, when it comes to Hogan's son, Nick? No, it's just I, I really wish he learned his lesson. And from this... I thought he would have learned his lesson from spending eight months behind the uh, behind bars after nearly killing John Graziano. I'm going to keep saying his name because he's a former military man and I've got that respect for him, you know? Right. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. And I just know, I just know that the Graziano family is going to have something to say about this too. <sighs> I'm sure they definitely will. I'm sure they will. Uh, which I think anyone who has been in that situation should have the right to speak up and talk about uh, these situations when something like that happens, especially if they were affected by it. If they were a family that was affected by it, then yes, they should have every right yeah. to do so. I'm going to go to a little bit of positivity that is not even on our docket for today, but I think you might get a little bit of a, a uh, little bit of a kick out of here. We've got a WWE superstar coming to the cartoon network, Latin America with a new animated series. And now fans have actually gotten to see the first look into it with a trailer that was put out for La uh, Os Oscuridad, translated to The Darkness, versus Rey Mysterio. Dude, Rey Mysterio is going to be in an animated series on Cartoon Network Latin America. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I tend to say the same thing, but I also say, like, why didn't this happen years ago? I mean, like, this was something that a lot of the luchador wrestlers would do. Not animated series, but, I mean, we had, like, Mil Mascaris doing, like, hundreds of movies and all of them making bank at the box office in Mexico. Right. So why didn't right. we get... They should have jumped on with Ray. Ray is just <laughs> as popular as... Mil Mascaris is. Yeah. So this comes as no surprise to me. And I'm, I'm excited for it. And I kind of want to check it out. 
I'm going to be very interested to see if uh, if we can even get it, if it's going to be simply in Latin or Spanish, or is it going to be uh, translated for us? What's kind of going to happen with that? I know that this is something that was announced uh, back in 2021. Yeah, Bobby, awesome opportunity for Mysterio. I think it is as well. Definitely it is. Uh, this was announced oh, yeah. back in 2021 that he was teaming up with the Cartoon Network Latin America on a new animated action series with animation produced by Mexican studio Viva Calavera. Although it was teased to release in 2022, we know that it will not be until a little bit later. Uh, I wasn't able okay. to find exactly when it is going to be released and to be quite honest i have not seen the trailer yet but it is available at uh, cartoon la on x they do have the video posted there that was done november 20th i've got to assume it's a wrestling themed cartoon and i'm thinking and i'm just going back in my mind and i think the last wrestling themed cartoon we had was hulk hogan rock and wrestling other than uh, maybe Camp WWE, but not that really wasn't wrestling themed. There was another one. Um, oh, uh, Ultimate Muscle. I forgot about that one too. There was a Mexican um, cartoon about Mexican wrestlers that I have on VHS somewhere. Oh, I can't remember what it is. If anybody that is watching remembers what it was, please let me know. But I, I would watch that thing all the time. And it was in English as well. Uh, Mexican wrestling cartoon. Let me see if I can find it here quickly. Mucha Lucha. That's what it was. Oh, yes. 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 I Mucha Lucha. I forgot about that. And then there oh. was Ultimate Muscle that came in late 80s, but they revived it in the early 2000s, if, I remember, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, dude, that really took, like, <clears throat> that aged me. I had it on yeah. VHS. Jeez. Dude, I still have my VCR. It's actually sitting on my bookshelf. I need to oh, hook it up. Nice. <laughs> uh, Ed coming in saying, hey, hey, gents, just checking in and saying hi. Just watched Gable versus Dar, which means that they gave that some good time because I heard that it started the show tonight, which means they gave it a good 20 to 23 minutes. Good. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. For everyone that is here, make sure that you're letting your friends know to check out Ed and Astrid right after NXT, where they are going to be bringing you Taking Over. And it might even be a little bit of a celebration over there. I think you might want to check it out just for those reasons alone. I'm super happy for Rey Mysterio. This seems like an amazing opportunity and a great way 
to use Rey Mysterio and and hopefully that there's going to be like maybe a little WWE mention in there mm. as well to bring more people over to watching the WWE. We know that in Mexico, professional wrestling is huge. It's a lifestyle over there. Yeah. It's not an entertainment job. It is a lifestyle for a lot of those competitors. Uh, and to bring a little bit of that light over to the WWE, I think would be great. And let's not forget, Rey Mysterio, all, for all these years, has appeal, appealed to children. So doing this cartoon is just a perfect fit for him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely it is. Oh. So yeah, if you do want to see the trailer, go and check out at Cartoon LA on the X. And uh, see, I, I'm having such a hard time. Like I was going to say, go check it out on the Xbox, but there is an Xbox. Copyright infringement. Yeah. Sorry, Microsoft. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the X machine, uh, but that doesn't even sound right. Uh, why couldn't they just leave it as Twitter? And then if you say, and then if you say the X website kind of sounds like a porno. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. Um, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. We've only got a few more stories, like four more stories. We're already 25 minutes into this show. I want to give a huge thank you again to everyone who has come by, who has watched, who has left a like, a subscribe, a follow, whether it is on Turnbuckle Studios or on the Our Local Establishment YouTube page and their Twitch page as well. Go and give them a follow, please, because there is so much great content. That's where you're going to be able to see Taking Over happening tonight is over there on Twitch. Something that took a lot of people by surprise. You were talking about Hammerstone taking people by surprise. Oh, yeah. This next story took a lot of people by surprise as well. And only because this person said that they would rather not work in North America. But we found out that Will Ospreay is now all elite, baby. He actually signed with AEW and he was the blockbuster signing that Tony Khan was talking about calling him a huge star what are your thoughts on Will Ospreay making his way over to AEW and North America so I'm kind of excited that we get to see Will Ospreay on um, over here because I've lo I loved watching him over in New Japan. Oh, me too. But over in New Japan, it's a little bit hard for me to access New Japan wrestling. So maybe seeing him on a weekly basis over there, over here on AEW is not such a bad thing. But I do know that he's not going to be making his official debut till maybe March because he still has to wrap up his dates, uh, his commitments in New Japan uh, as his contract officially comes to an end in February of next year. Yes. 
but there I do have some concerns about how they're going to book him. Okay. So we'll, uh, AEW tends to book these top stars and they tend to give you those dream matches right away. I feel like within six months, they're going to burn through, through a lot of Will Ospreay's dream matches. And then it's like, mm. what do you do with them after that? You know? Very true. Very true. I think, yeah. AEW does have the tendency to do that. I'm hoping that maybe they have learned from past mistakes and we can get a slow build and a slow burn, so to speak, when it comes to Will Ospreay. Bobby Batito is asking, who would you guys like to see uh, wrestle against Will Ospreay in AEW? I think for most people, I'm gonna go know, the that. obvious choices right, are going to be Moxley or Hangman Page or Kenny Omega. What do you think, Chris? That's who I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say Kenny Omega, but I wouldn't mind... Uh... I really think Will Ospreay and Chris Jericho could put on a decent show. I'd even go as far as I, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I know Bobby Munson's not going to agree with me on this one, but uh, Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy could put on a good match. Okay. I mean, there is the possibility Bobby for Stat, that. Bobby Stats saying Ospreay and Swerve Strickland. I'd be fine with that. There's a lot of opportunity for Will Ospreay there, but as I said, I kind of don't want them to him want them to uh, burn through everything that all the dream matches that we have, give us some matches with him that we don't expect maybe in those first six months, give him maybe uh, give him maybe him and Luchasaurus for whatever reason, you know? Okay. You see, I was, I was thinking somebody more like maybe Hobbs. Oh, that would be a fun match too. <laughs> right. Right, this new guy coming in who has been touted and, and built up as this monstrous force to be reckoned with coming over from New Japan professional wrestling. Well, let's throw him in there with one of the big guys, yeah, in powerhouse Hobbs. What I want them to do with Will Ospreay is because I do eventually see him versus MJF for the title in the future build mm -hmm. to that though give him give him some of these lower card guys mid card guys build to mjf make right. us believe over here in north america because let's let's face it there's probably a lot of people who who don't who can't watch new japan but watch AEW who maybe aren't quite familiar with will osprey build him up let the fans know who he is Chris Parrish gives us a really good list here that I think, you know, maybe if we go in reverse order from what he has here, might be a good way to do that. Have him take on Malachi Black, then a little feud with Pac, a feud with Starks, maybe a feud with Daniel Garcia. Um, I don't know so much about Brian Danielson. I think that, uh, you know, it would be a 10 out of 10 matchup oh. if they did. But I think it feels like something that we've, we've seen a lot of when it comes to uh, Brian Danielson is that he's always put into those types of matches and situations where it's going to be a banger always. And I think I credit a lot of that yeah. to Danielson as well. Uh, but then big guys talking Lee, Keith Lee, right? Uh, Claudio 
Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. And then all the way to MJF. I like that. I like how, yeah, that list going from, that would be an amazing list for me. <laughs> Perry says, <laughs> I just have AEW four years of feuds, but they'll do it in eight months. Yeah, it's pretty true. Pretty true yeah. that they would get that done in eight months. But yeah, like th those names there, definitely. Um, I got to brush up a little bit more on my AEW, but Nick Wayne is not a name that I'm familiar with, to be honest with you. Uh, so I will have to do a little bit of digging to find out. So, yeah, and when it comes to me for Nick Wayne, I find that I enjoy his promos. I don't I have yet to see his in-ring, but his promos have been pretty good. Okay. There we have it. Talk about, you know, an announcement of a new signee to AEW. As we transition over to another announcement that was made just recently as of, oh, what is that? Yes, today, November 21st, is when I have seen this story break. And that is Matt Riddle has been announced for an upcoming show. We know that he left the WWE. We'll just quote unquote left the WWE. Yeah. Um, in September. But he did make it clear that he wanted to continue wrestling, which of course, of course, he wants right. to continue his wrestling career. Why not? It was announced. I mean, it's in his blood. Right? <laughs> now it is. Now it is. Going yeah. from MMA. Other than the THC and CBD, that's there too. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's been announced by Maryland Championship Wrestling or MCW Wrestling on X. Then Matt Riddle will be at Winter Blast on February the 3rd, 2024 and interact with fans. It's not been revealed whether he will actually have a match or get into any type of physicalities with anything. But right. he will be alongside several NWA stars during meet and greet sessions that are there some of those including uh nadia markova um mm -hmm. brian idol to name a few james ellsworth another name that's going to be there as well but we do know it has been confirmed that he is going to face off against a man in a dream matchup on March the 9th. And that being somebody that you definitely said that you want to find and watch and see because he will be taking on none other than Rob Van Dam. Yeah. And this is a match I've actually played through on my WWE 2K23 video game. I played through this. I wanted to see what I, what, what they would do against one another. So to be able to see this live, however way I can find a way to watch the match. Right. 
kind of a bit of a dream match for me. So right, it definitely for a lot I've, of I've mentioned it in is. the past that if yeah. I mentioned it in the past, like when Riddle was working for WWE, RVD still has a good relationship with the WWE. So I just, I, I didn't see a reason why they couldn't bring back RVD for just a little bit of a one-off match or even a one-off tag team between the two, you know? Right. They definitely could have. I don't see any reason why they could not have done so. Um, yeah. So this we're going to be getting, Outside of the WWE, instead. Yeah, um, and what a big, uh, what a big deal for MCW. I mean, Matt Riddle carries a lot of cachet with him. Riddle call MLW marijuana lovers. <laughs> Riddle actually did work for MLW at one point, <laughs> or start the Bromaye Fight Club. I love that. <laughs> but Riddle did work for uh, MLW at one time and had a fantastic feud with Tom Lawler in that in that company. Oh yeah, definitely he did. Um, one of the really great feuds within that company that was there. Uh, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> it just it just was. And I think that uh, it would I mean, be really cool to to see stuff like right, that again. Yeah. And Riddle, as I said, he carries that cachet. So any promotion, any independent promotion that wants him, they can bring him up. Hint, hint, CWE, CWE, CWE. Please. Right. <laughs> Black Saw, <laughs> thank you so much for coming and joining in. We did see that uh, Nick Hogan got another DUI. And uh, we actually talked about that about uh, 15, 15 minutes ago. So. Just rewind if you're using the uh, uh, the YouTube, which it looks as though you are. Just go ahead and, and rewind that, and uh, you'll be able to catch up on that that uh, that news and that talk that we had about good old Nick Hogan. What else do we have for topics today? Oh, we've got uh, we've got a cryptic one here. <laughs> we've got uh yeah uh, shinsuke's cryptic promos mm -hmm. what are they promoting oops uh, we're both playing with buttons here <laughs> what and who are they promoting yeah so reports that i am seeing is that all of this beautifulness that we've been seeing where Shinsuke Nakamura is in a backstage promo segment. He's sitting in a dark room. He cuts a promo in Japanese. Fans have no idea what he's even saying or talking about. Even though there are English subtitles, sometimes things get uh, changed in uh, contexts and there are some miscommunications. But I'm hearing that fans are not the only ones who are not on the up and up when it comes to this situation from what is being reported is that even talent is in the dark. A lot of talent that have been spoken with uh, have not even been informed as to who Shinsuke Nakamura is calling out. Um, 
<sighs> we have heard the name CM Punk talked about since he was let go from AEW. People are thinking that it could be CM Punk. There are other people who think other names, but there's one name that a lot of people may not have had in their radar. And I do know that, thankfully to you, letting me know that, uh, you know, Mr. Chris Parrish talked about this name. Thank you. <laughs> What name was that? No problem. That would be one Kazuchika Okada. And when he mentioned, when Parrish mentioned that last night on uh, the Raw Watch Along, which you can tune in here on OLE podcast on OLE uh, on Twitter, YouTube, 8 p.m. Eastern Monday nights. Um, yeah, he mentioned that, and just as soon as he said that, like a big grin came across my face, and I'm like, "Give me that match now." Right now, we do know reason, that. Oh, yeah, go ahead. And the reason a lot of people are saying CM Punk is because this Saturday, his no compete clause with AEW comes to an end. Yes, so. it does. And we have seen, you know, like Shin use the GTS, the go to sleep. You know, there's yeah. kind of been those little hints towards everything in that respect. Um, but we do know that Kazuchika Okada very famous name with new japan professional wrestling has reached out to the wwe himself about becoming part of the roster and it almost makes sense i think i'm gonna have to see what i can do to find these promos and kind of go back and re-watch them and see if I can pick out little things that may kind of lead to Okada. Yeah. It feels like these promos are just like the uh, White Rabbit promos we got from Bray Wyatt. Yes, it does. And I love it. We've talked about it on Monday nights but, when we do our Monday Night Raw watch along, how this is such a breath of fresh air to see this different style of promo coming out and finally finally allowing shinsuke nakamura just to speak in his native language so that he can get that emotion portrayed and put out oh, there yeah. dude oh yeah, yeah for sure um and we talk about these cryptic promos I love the way Cody was cryptic, but not cryptic on the show last <laughs> night with another possible return coming on Saturday, <laughs> you know, right? He definitely, definitely was. That actually brings us to our final topic of the night here where we are going to be yeah. talking about big returns. Yeah. And with big returns, this one is probably the biggest for me, anyways, I'm very happy about this return. It, oh, yeah. And for me, it's bigger than I thought it would be for myself as well. Interesting. Really? And I didn't realize that. Uh, that and I didn't realize that I was actually kind of missing him. And that's one Randall Keith Orton. RKO, baby. 
yeah with another Making- network that i was a part of they kind of dubbed me the uh uh the randy orton of that network um i'll say it i was the randy orton of love wrestling <laughs> that was yeah. the moniker given to me and i loved it <laughs> because i was just that that older guy that you know, kind of had his hand in the business already, knew what was going on, how to do things, working around, trying to do all this different shit, just there, right? But always helping and always doing what he can for everyone else, just as Randy Orton does. And just like Bobby Batito, I am excited for Randy Orton right there. Randy Orton, yes, I... The Funko Pop is out because it's Randy Orton, man. Okay, so thank you, Johnny Hex. Black Saw letting us know uh, Nick Hogan has been released. Uh, he did check the court records and he was bonded out for $500. Thank you. I really do appreciate you checking that out. We weren't able to find anything on it, so I appreciate that. You said something really interesting about Randy Orton coming in and helping out the new guys, the new the new younger guys, and it just made me think about that look on Jay Uso's face mm-hmm. when Cody was hinting at uh, Randy's return. Now remember, it was the bloodline that took Randy out of action. So yes, I think what we're gonna see post survivor series we're going to see jay uso finally get his big main event feud with randy orton yes he had one with roman reigns and yes that was a big deal but this is going to be this match with randy orton this match with this possible feud with randy orton could be that one that puts him at the top where he needs to be Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> There's not much more I can add to that, but yes. And I mean, the story is right there and it's built for perfection. The yeah. look that Jay gave, the the just the demeanor in his whole body changed during that time where it was like, light bulb, oh shit, it's Orton. Oh crap. Yeah. When I was with the bloodline we took him out oh crap this yeah. is the apex predator who does not forget this stuff oh crap <laughs> and Dude, that's what they've is, been doing with oh. jay since his uh since his return to raw i mean he had he had the little bit of beef and uh situation with kevin owens and sammy Zayn when he first came in that got settled yeah. Then came the Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre also had his revenge. Now we've got Randy Orton. Right. Right. So this kind of excites me. There's a lot of fresh. There's a lot of fresh feuds for Randy Orton coming in now. Because now that he's got Matt Riddle, he's away from Matt Riddle and will be for however long, maybe because maybe they WWE could bring back Riddle. Who knows? There's a lot of right. fresh singles feuds for for Randy, and I wouldn't even mind seeing Randy and Cody somewhere down the somewhere down the line as well. I would love that, to be honest. 
Uh, Johnny, please let me know which Twitter account it was sent to because I have uh, we have two different ones here. We have got one for Turnbuckle Studios and we have one for our local establishment. Um, and I'm not sure which one you sent it to. I'm just trying to take a look right now through all of them. And I'm not seeing it right now. Two at TV Talk Pod. Okay, perfect. Good to know. I have got it right there at TV Talk Pod. Perfect. Johnny Hex. And for that, Darth underscore Reaper 66, you get a follow from us. I really appreciate that. He did send me the screenshot. Yes, letting us know released 11 18 2023 at 7 30 p.m. with a surety bond. Um, yeah, and booking type was a misdemeanor on that with the link for me to go and take a look at that. See, that's something. So we're we're Canadian. I'm assuming, uh, Johnny, that you are probably within the United States of America, and this is something that we really don't have a lot of access to. Uh, we can't just go and take a look at <laughs> these types of records uh on a yeah, website american right? court records <laughs> yeah so i appreciate you sending that i really do and i did give you that follow which i appreciate because well you helped us out we're gonna help you out as much as we can as well you have anything else you want to talk about on this show we're already 49 minutes um, in you got anything else no uh you actually when you sent me the stories of the day i'm like you know what? Those were the stories I, I was actually considering to send to you. So nice. now that is perfect. Then perfect. I do want to make sure that everybody knows about our local establishment, the amazing network and community that we have that deals with a lot of different pop culture stuff, not just professional wrestling, but they do have gaming that is over there. They There is a uh, paranormal stuff that is over there. There is a secondhand high that happens every once in a while with, uh, with Bobby as well, where they just goes on, play some video games, shoot the shit, and just, uh, just enjoy. Plus, there's some music stuff that's available from our local establishment as well. There's lots to check out. All the links have been scrolling down in the bottom Please make sure that you are going to check all of them out. Why? Because they're good to us and we want to be good to them because it's the Olay way of doing things. We love to show the love yeah. and support. But all of this wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for our friends at Rogue Energy who graciously have allowed us a sponsorship with them. Well, you're there. Go and check out rogueenergy.com. Use our promo code OLEPODS for 10% off your order every time that you are there. They have amazing stuff going on, great flavors. They do have a Black Friday deal that should be going on. I believe it's right now. We cannot stack on that black friday deal 
But when it's not Black Friday or any other time where they are not having a sale going on, you always have yourself a deal from our local establishment when you use OLE pods at the checkout. And that helps support everything that happens with our local establishment. Yeah. If you want to help support Turnbuckle Talk, well, we've got a shop for you. It's carlcarafel.redbubble.com. There are a number of different items that are over there from different shows that happen on the Turnbuckle Studios side of things. Go and check out carlcarafel.redbubble.com. Redbubble always has some sort of deal going on that you can take advantage of. And I do want to stress that every time a purchase is made, that money does not just go into my pocket and spent on nilly-willy bullshit stuff. It's always put back into making sure that these shows are perfection for all of you. Mr. Chris Best. If the people want to find you on the socials, where can they do that? You can find me youtube.com at Chris damage 83, uh, twitch TV, CBRS underscore entertainment threads.net at cbestfilms 83, facebook.com, chris.best 83, tiktok.com, uh, cbrs.entertainment. But if you want to look for me on OLE turnbuckle studios, you can find me 8 PM Eastern alongside Carl Carafel, OMD, Chris Parrish, 8 PM Eastern Monday nights. We do the raw watch along where we talk about raw and other things. Sometimes we go a little bit off the rails on that show <laughs> as they do on busting out. <laughs> right. Uh, but every, t- every Tuesday night, eight Oh five Eastern me and Carl and sometimes OMD doing turnbuckle talk here, where we talk about a plethora of wrestling news. And if you're looking for my links, I have it simple and easy for you. I have a link tree. Go and check out link tree slash Carl Carafel, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash K-A-R-L-K-A-R-U-F-E-L. Link tree slash Carl Carafel. Thank you to each and every one of you for coming in, stopping by, saying hello, and giving us some amazing information that we didn't know ourselves that's what all of this is about all of this coming together as a community to talk about professional wrestling to the old faces and the new faces thank you so much for being here with us and remember everyone the world's a scary place take care of each other <laughs>